Welcome to Follow Your Path with Cara Hunter. I'm a tarot reader, Reiki healer and spiritual coach. And today I'm joined by my good friend Alex Retos and we're going to talk about how difficult times help us grow. So hi Alex, thanks a lot for joining me. No worries, hello. Would you like to introduce yourself and what you do? Uh, yes, my name is Alex Retos. I work on the south coast of England and I'm a therapeutic hypnotist. Um, so yeah, using um, hypnosis as a teaching tool to help people change the way they think, basically. Fantastic. Um, and I know you do a wonderful job as well, having experienced it myself. Thank you um, very much. So yeah, we, we thought it's important to have this uh, this chat today, didn't we? Because um, basically, I, I find that people, uh, and myself, I've done it in the in the past. Um, uh, avoid uncomfortable situations um but actually what we don't realize is those uncomfortable situations are actually an opportunity for growth um and i think that um by avoiding those uncomfortable situations we're actually really limiting ourselves on and putting limitations on ourselves as to what we can achieve in life yeah. so we just wanted to have a bit of a chat about it didn't we to see if we can kind of help people see it in a different way i reckon so yeah um so really just from my perspective when when there's something that I feel challenged by, should we say, that gives me challenging emotions, that makes me feel kind of stressed, anxious, um, I actually, I, I see it as a challenge. You know, I think, right, okay, you know, why am I feeling like this? And I don't, let to, I don't like to be beaten by it. Um, I guess I'm quite lucky. I've got that kind of inbuilt, <laughs> maybe stubbornness, so to speak. And I'm like, I don't want to be beaten by this. So Stubbornness, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having known me for a very long time. Um <laughs> And yeah, and what I do now is I just kind of like after years of looking at this and working on this, I kind of break down, you know, uh, and work work out why I'm feeling this way um, and how I can overcome it. And I've you know learnt lots of techniques over time on how to overcome it. So we will talk about that as, as time goes on. Um, but Alex, from your point of view, obviously you've seen lots of clients. Um, how would you sort of describe the situation? Um, well, I think uh, no, one, no one wants to live a kind of life as an automaton. Um, so uh, the events and the opportunities and the challenges in our life come along um, and prevent uh, and present uh, unfamiliarity, really, uncertainty um, and require new skills and so on and so forth. So this gives us an opportunity to come off automation and uh, and grow, um, as we discussed. So. Um, you know, once you learn how to do something, it becomes a habit uh, because we live complicated lives and our brain to do so as much as possible, as automatically as possible. Um, but uh, if you don't face challenges, don't look for opportunities, if you don't look for, um, uh, you know, things that are unfamiliar, then you just get stuck in those patterns and you live life automatically. Life just becomes a habit as a whole and you kind of end up sleepwalking through it. So... For better or for worse, these things that happen, they give you a chance to go, right, a little step back, look at yourself and make some changes. Um, and therein lies enrichment, really, satisfaction, accomplishment, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's right. And I think um, I found that uh, a lot of people like to stay in their comfort zone and don't like that feeling of discomfort when a situation comes along that makes them anxious, makes them feel stressed, makes them feel uncomfortable. Um and um, that can be, you know, uh, relationships, work, you know, anything in life. Um, but the thing is, is that 
that's holding us back from achieving our dreams. It's holding us back from making us happy. And maybe we're kidding ourselves. Maybe we think we don't, you know, want more or whatever. But really, I think if we sit and are honest with ourselves, the amount of times I've heard people say things like, oh, you know, I, I wish I could do that. Or, um, you know, I, I really don't like this job and they've been in it for years and they're unhappy. Or, you know, just, and I just think we put limitations on ourselves and, and think, well, I can't, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, I, I, I can't do that. I couldn't do that. You know, yeah. people say to me, I don't know how you can go on video, do podcasts. I don't know how you can do it. I couldn't do it. But actually, I was terrified when I first did it, like literally like heart pounding, palm sweating, you know, total panic at the thought of like other people hearing me talk. You know, would they think I was, you know, um, boring, not interesting? You know, uh, I just, just really scared of what people would think, um, you know, and then I just um, but I just thought. No, I really would like to share what I what helps me, what I've learned that helps me. I'd like to share with other people because if I can help even even one person, then it's been worth doing it, you know. And that, and that's so I just kind of like push on and and kind of push through it. And and so I have used a lot of different techniques over my life. I've had lots of different therapies and techniques that have helped me. So I'm not saying by any means I've just overcome these things. But I did in the early days before therapy, I did used to just overcome it by forcing myself through the situation. And it does yeah. work to a certain extent, like keep facing yourself with it over and over again does definitely help things get easier and easier. That's definitely one way of doing it. And there's also other therapies and things. Um, and like for me, sp spiritual work you can do. And then like, like Alex, so what, what could you do with people in this situation? I think the, the use of the term there, you said it's like forcing yourself through it. Our language is very important, and um, if you if you see it as forcing yourself through it, then it becomes hard work. It becomes more of a challenge. But if you look at it more of uh, how what what kind of thinking are you doing that's uh, making you feel stuck or making you feel um, like you're not moving forwards or bored or unmotivated, a way of thinking, then suddenly you're not fighting out of anything. You're not forcing your way through from something. You're just suddenly the world starts to appear or yourself appears to you in a different perspective and it's easier to take those steps forcing so to speak uh, I, it brings me in mind a few months ago who um who just said he's just so bored um and i said uh well you know bored uh, it, it's uh, it feels like a debilitating um uh, state to be in um and uh, no wonder he's stuck I said, um, well, what, what do you think boredom's trying to tell you? There's nothing to do. I said, uh, well, just you telling you to do, do something more interesting, find something more interesting. I said, in this day and age, it's not hard. You know, the internet has every bit of information that human knows almost, and uh, you've got access to it. So you can learn some stuff without spending money, without leaving your sofa, or you can think, you know, fancy doing that how easy is it to learn it where's the nearest course how much is it going to cost uh, and suddenly you start to think oh I'll be interested in doing that I'll be interested in doing that and that's easier to do than I thought it would be and he said yeah but I'm just not motivated and I said well motivation is not going to come and knock on the door one day and go hello sorry I've been away for so long looking at this stuff if you start being curious as what else that I'm not doing would I enjoy doing that I can do what else can I learn right now? And you'll start to get interested. And as you start to get interested, guess what? And he said, what? He said, you'll start to feel motivated. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. 
I think, but to a certain extent, if you suffer from anxiety, panic attacks, that kind of thing, I think that if a situation makes you feel that kind of fear, um, to a certain extent, you do have to push yourself through some discomfort. Um, but so, I... so yeah, I just uh, in, in terms of with people, then is um, is the fact is less pushing, more just seeing it for what it is, because. Um, um, our negative emotions are often um, experienced as, as negative, yeah? And therefore, they can be quite intimidating. They can be quite scary. But like I said, with the boredom thing, the boredom is actually telling you to do something more enriching. Um, fear is telling you to be safe. Anxiety is warning you that embarrass you, that might, uh, uh, you know, take away opportunities, that might harm relationships, et cetera, et cetera. These things are just warnings. Um, um, and they're, they're actually you trying to help you out. But when you get stuck in the emotion, if you get stuck in anxiety, then you're looking for reasons to be anxious everywhere. So your entire existence becomes anxiety. If you get stuck in anger, you're looking everywhere to justify that anger. So the world becomes an angry place. Um, and this is where the fight comes from. But if you can actually see that these uh, emotions are just combinations of stories that you're telling yourself combined with um, physiological experiences, we can start to take the th those emotions so they seem less intimidating so that you don't need to fight, resist or avoid them anymore and you can actually start to see those paths and see those opportunities as easier steps to take. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've definitely learned to look at when something makes me feel anxious i then look at like what thoughts what thoughts in my head are creating that anxiety so like you know it sounds simple to me now but looking back you know i was anxious about speaking in front of people speaking in public so to speak even if it's social media on a recording where other people are going to hear me and i just didn't realize how much i worried about what other people would think of me you know and mm. it took um quite a bit of work to, to work that out um and yeah, you know, to find some other sort of deeper uh, thoughts, negative thoughts that, 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 like I said, that creating that anxiety. And then once you actually realise that um, it doesn't matter what other people think of you, and 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 for me, the way I see it is, there's we're all different. We all have things in common. We all have things different from each other. And you'll always find people that you've got things in common with. You always pe find people that you have differences with. Um, and there's some there's someone for everyone or more than one person for everybody you know we're always yeah. going to find c common ground you know so, well, so I don't... some people are going to like you and some people aren't going to get you um, yeah. whatever you do whatever you change that's always going to be the case <laughs> yeah and i think it's being being okay so i think like you say it's about being okay with it isn't it it's like yeah. um, it's fine that some people may not find my podcast interesting that's completely fine um i'm doing it for the people who i can help you know so I so it's just it's about attracting the people that can resonate with it and, and it does help. So this is just yeah. kind of one example of, of a recent thing for me, you know, that I found a, a bit challenging. Um, but you're right. I definitely uh, learned to look at those situations where I feel anxious and why am I feeling anxious? What negative thoughts am I saying to myself to make myself feel this way? And like you say, if you can turn those thoughts around uh, and, and work on that, that negativity and turn it into something positive. <laughs> If you can see that it is, it's actually just a thought. So you said if you're worried about what other people think, what's actually stopping you in that situation is not what other people are thinking. It's what you think other people are thinking, which is just a thought in your 
doesn't necessarily exist in the outside world. And that thought is harmless because it's fiction, because you've made it up. And if you can see it that way, it's not intimidating. It's not something to fear. You see yeah. what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think we often tend more towards the negative, don't we? So you were more likely to think someone might not yeah. like what we want to say, or particularly if we are in fear mode, anxiety mode, worry mode, we're much more likely to tend towards the the negative uh, thoughts yeah. rather than the positive. Think, we forget to you, think, you, don't we? what might positively happen they might love what i've got to say it might really help someone one day you know like we forget to think the positive things yeah well you you live in the world that you think at the end of the day um so uh, unfortunately all the things in your life that are going along ticking along very nicely they don't need any attention and your your mind is wired to giving you the best chance of survival and well-being but rather ironically, unfortunately, that means it tends to fixate on the things that went wrong, the things that might go wrong and the things that aren't quite going according to plan. And so the things that are ticking along just fine just don't require any attention. So you forget to think about them. You know, the fact that friends are all great and uh, your job's going all right. And instead you're worrying about the finances aren't quite there and that becomes your world. Um, so, again, it's it's not the mind being dysfunctional. It's actually the mind working quite well for you, but because it's trying to look trying to help you deal with the things that aren't working. But unfortunately, sometimes you get dragged into that. So your whole world becomes about the problems and not about the things that are ticking along just fine. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. And I think I think from a spiritual perspective, the way I, I see things now is that we attract experiences to ourselves to help us to learn and grow. So, so, so now when I see a, I face a situation that's, that's, that's difficult uh, or challenging for me, um, instead of thinking maybe in the past, a long time ago, I might've thought, you know, Oh gosh, this is really stressful. And why is this happening? And that sort of thing. Whereas now I just think, okay, this is challenging. What, what's the lesson for me to learn here? Where's the, where's the growth for me in here? What, what can I learn about this? How can I overcome this? And I look for the, the positive solutions. I look for the creative solutions uh, in in how I can move past it. And 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 I think, like you say, the acceptance is a big big thing um, because we all tend to hate feeling bad, and we we tend to want to fast forward to feeling good and happy. Um, and and then we just basically fast forwarding through a lot of our lives that are a bit more difficult, a bit more stressful. When really we should just be accepting all of it, the good or the bad. So today is not such a good day. I've had a, a bit of stress all happening at once. Um, I did have that the other day, actually, where I had a load of stressful things happen at once and I felt a bit overwhelmed and my default was to, was to start going a bit stressed and feel a bit negative. Um, but I, yeah. I caught myself and I started to turn it around and think, OK, take some deep breaths, calm myself and then, then step back and look at this. Right. What can I do? And I started looking at creative solutions. What can I learn from this? How do I work through this? Um, you know, and I kind of just broke it down um, and then started to problem solve, basically. Yeah. Quite sounds good. Um, uh, yeah, so I think it's I think it's about like you say, seeing it differently initially. So when when this, the difficult situation arises, instead of immediately having a negative th think thought about it, which then makes it even worse, is having a positive thought about it, thinking, okay, uh, what can I, how can I learn and grow from this? Yeah, exactly. Um, how does this make me stronger? How does it? The other thing is, is, it's not necessarily the situation that you're fearing. It's how you feel in that situation. This is going to be difficult. I'm going to feel awkward. 
that this is going to be scary. So it's actually the awkwardness that you're avoiding or that you're fearing. It's the feeling of anxiety that you're avoiding or fearing. But again, if you can kind of break it down in that terms, it's a kind of, um, you feel anxious because you're telling yourself, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? But if you can actually look at the thought process and realize the what if question isn't the future, it's just a question you're asking yourself. It's a risk assessment. Risk assessments aren't scary. It's just a check. It's retail. Be careful. Uh, and then therefore, the, the, but what makes it feel scarier, what makes it feel more threatening is the fact that you, you experience anxiety when you think that what if scenario. But then what's the feeling of anxiety? Now, uh, different people feel anxious in different ways. Where, where do you feel your anxiety? How do you know you feel anxious? Is it a feeling in your belly? Is it in your chest? Is it in your head? Is it somewhere else? Yeah, usually the main feeling is, is my tummy. It kind of like I just feel really your... kind of whirly around my tummy, yeah. Whirly, yeah. It's a sort of circular motion in the tummy or a churning, which is a quite a dramatic way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas for me, if I'm feeling a bit anxious, it tends to be this kind of uh, stone-like heaviness, solid heaviness. Uh, it's like an egg-shaped pebble in my mind that's just behind my... It just kind of sits there sometimes, you know, and uh, it tends to be a little bit bigger in uh, if I'm more anxious and smaller if I'm less anxious. So those are two very different experiences, all right, because you, you, but you, anxiety and I'd recognize mine as anxiety, but anxiety is not a feeling, it's a concept, all right. So if you let the concept of anxiety go, all that happens when you're feeling in these situations that you recognize as anxious you're just feeling a circular motion and a circular energy in your stomach and if you can experience that circular energy without all of the storytelling the what ifs and the labels of anxiety it's really not that threatening it's actually quite a neutral experience just like my egg behind my sternum is just it's just a slightly heavy solid sensation behind my sternum if i let anxiety go and all the storytelling go it's just a sensation there that's neither good nor bad and it's not scary and it's not intimidating so I can cope with that I can live with that and so therefore I don't need to fear the situation that I'm about to go in because no I was scared of isn't so intimidating anymore it's not really that threatening see what yeah. I mean yeah absolutely yeah and thank you Alex that's, I'm sure that's been helpful to a lot of people you describing it like that and I think I think you're right it's it's if, if you're going to stand up in front of a load, load of people, um, it's the, the feeling that you're going to get by doing that, 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 that you're avoiding or that you fear, which just creates more fear. Um, and I think for me, um, probably the number one thing to do is to actually just concentrate on cal calm, you know, calming, calming yourself. Because um, mm. like, like you say, once you kind of calm yourself and sort of take yourself out of that fear mode, then all of a sudden you can feel quite a lot better. Because uh, it's, yeah. it's kind of like a bit of a spiral, I think, isn't it? You know, like you, you start feeling anxious and then you feel anxious about the anxiety. Um, so yeah. kind of... <laughs> I've got a nice little frame on that front. So like, like we've ascertained, anxiety is not a thing. It's not a specific feeling. It differs from all of us because we've all learned to do it differently. Now, interestingly enough, we've learned how to do it because of the people we grew up around, because of the movies we've watched, because of the songs we've listened to, poetry and the books that we've read, the magazines that we've read. This is where we've learned it. This is how we all learn to do it slightly differently. So anxiety is this kind of feeling. It's a concept. And um, I've completely forgotten the original. 
Like now, <laughs> what, what was the thing you just said? <laughs> um, well, I, I said that it kind of like spirals because you feel anxious. Oh, and that's right. About the yes. anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for putting me back on track there. So when you get there, then, so you feel that sort of swirly feeling in your belly and you think, oh, uh, that's my anxiety. I'm starting to feel anxious. Now, until you label it anxiety, it's just a swirly sensation in your belly. But now that you've labeled it anxiety, your conscious and subconscious mind is kind of committed to going, right, why am I anxious? Now, as soon as you ask yourself that question, consciously or subconsciously, your mind is now committed to looking for reasons to be anxious. So it's not looking for reasons. Not so you think, well, this and that might happen. I might make a fool of myself. I might kill this opportunity. Um, and suddenly that swirly sensation gets worse and worse because you're not really the situation you're in anymore you're reacting to all the stories that you're telling yourself that aren't actually happening that's how it escalates so if you can bring it back into well, hang on what's actually happening now well i'm about to go in and meet this person and i got a slightly uh, circular motion circular energy in my belly okay cool right and move forwards yeah okay yeah that yeah no i like that explanation thank you and i think i think you're also coming from a similar direction to me in the fact that I, that it's about calming that feeling, you know, not not letting it run away, not letting the negative thoughts run away, not let the thoughts of what might go yeah. wrong, what might go badly run away, like bringing it back to the, the now, the moment. In, and in itself, the feeling is not bad. It's only bad because of the stories. In and of themselves, those stories are just made of words. They're not the future. They're not the past. They're just some words that you're thinking in the current moment. So there's no threat in those words either. So this is a good little frame sometimes is to sit there and just listen. And you're like, okay, so I'm... well, in and of itself, is that feeling really dangerous to me? No, it's not great. It's not necessarily comfortable. Not actually that bad either. So in and of itself, is that story I'm telling myself about what might my... In and of itself, are those words threatening to me? No, they're just words. They're possibilities. They're a story. Okay, great. So if the words in and of themselves are not threatening, if the feeling in and of itself isn't threatening, then where's the actual threat here? And as soon as you threat, there's just all these things that indicate that there might be one, but you can't actually find the threat. Yeah more able to take action to do what it is you need to do and uh, it doesn't get out of control there there's nothing to calm if you see what i mean yeah because we're, we're thinking about things that haven't happened we're just yeah. catastrophizing yeah. basically um exactly. and i think the important thing also to to point out is that all the things that we are missing out on by by um you know sort of letting the anxiety or you know the fear or how 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 we want to put it um how, whatever that uncomfortable feeling is for each person how they want to label it or how it makes them feel that that discomfort that discomfort by avoiding those just uncomfortable situations we are potentially missing out on like really great things in our life we're, we're, we're potentially missing out on our dream job our you know perfect relationship um when i say perfect relationship you know there's always challenges but you know that person that's right for us um that um you know like achieving dreams you know um just anything we want to do ho hobbies um you know like making new friends uh you know just there's so many things we can be missing out on in life because we avoid that feeling of discomfort because uh, because 
what if scenario is real when you thought it and uh, and then you had that feeling you thought I don't want to have that feeling ironically you get stuck in the feeling by trying to avoid it quite a lot of the time yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely and I, but I think it's a lot is our past experiences that have, that have then created that as well um so things that happen to us in life that um have then caused us to, to create those negative emotions and um I'm doing a lot of work at the moment with with trapped emotions um so I will be doing some more um sort of talks and podcasts on that a bit further down the line but um you know I really really do a lot of work on the fact that trapped emotions can um just actually make us feel physically unwell um so so it's experience happens to us we feel an emotion and that emotion actually gets kind of lodged in our in our body that kind of like sensation so to speak that energy however you want to describe it and it kind of stays there and then when we're faced with similar situations that emo that with that kind of emotion um starts to kind of like um resurface so to speak um yeah so yeah so I do I had, yeah i had an experience along those lines um not so long ago i was doing a lot of work so i had some chronic back pain uh, which took me a long time to figure out. It seems I think there was about seven or eight different layers of it. And, uh, you know, you don't know what you're looking for. So you're just trying lots of different things. And uh, during this journey, the physical therapist that I was seeing uh, said to me about halfway through, she said, OK, so we need to look today at so, so the possibility of doing some, uh, you know, uh, unresolved or trapped emotions. And my ego kicked in at that and <laughs> Excuse me, don't you know who I am? I don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, and she smiled and she said, all right, yeah, I know you know the mind, but I'm talking about the body. And uh, yeah, she showed me this stuff with muscle um, reactions where uh, my muscles actually shut down when she brought her hand close in on my uh, on my uh, sort of visual periphery. She moved my hand, the, the weaker my muscles seemed to be. And so she pointed out, well, that this is um, this is some sort of trauma or something stored in the body. Something that was totally undetectable to me by my mind. Accident snowboarding, um, largely, that were possibly uh, to do with the, the back. Um, and uh, and none of them were a trauma in my mind. Difficult. None of them stopped me getting back up on my snowboard or wanting to go again the following year. Um, but I came home and just did some work with each and every accident, little and big, think of that I've had, and just focused on it. Um, as a memory you know it's just a picture in my mind now it's a, something that happened but it's not anymore it's just experience that my mind can think of from time to time and just remind myself that there's no trauma and no danger in it I did this uh, I couldn't help it I released a little bit of a giggle um, which I think to me is a sign of me releasing something that's invisible to me yeah. um, and I think that was I didn't feel dramatically different with regards to the chronic immediately afterwards but something something new had changed and it was an important step forwards uh to the point where now i get um at all 95 percent sorted um so that was interesting uh and again an idea of trauma and emotion stored that i didn't really aware of or understand from my training so that's amazing yeah it's really amazing and that that's kind of um the work i've been doing i've been doing a lot with my with my my by just doing it on myself to be honest um and it has made a really really big difference um and i think that um i think 
there's so much we don't know about the about the human body and we start scientists are starting to realize more and more and more how everything is just energy we're all just energy everything's energy and even a thought is energy uh creates mm. an energy um and it's just really really it's, it's much more powerful than we think yeah well so it's electrochemicals in the brain really isn't it which is energy <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, and I think one of the frames I like to teach my clients uh, in terms of, uh, you know, sometimes I'll work in the, the frame, the model of conscious and subconscious mind, um, but I'm favoring more and more the model of the mind-body system as a whole um, and how our, our thoughts really are just thoughts. Uh, they're just words and images in our head. Um, but when your body responds to those words or responds to those images, then it feels real for better or for worse. Now this could be lovely because you know you, you might suddenly have a memory of a great holiday you had with some mates a few years ago and you just sit there for a few moments to take a quick break from work and go oh that was a great holiday. You just feel really good thinking about those memories. They feel real to you in that moment and then you get back to work and the day carries on. But sometimes it can work against you because you might have one of those well what if this happens scenarios and your body tenses as if that what if scenario is actually happening and suddenly uh, sucked into the illusion that the future is real this future where something's going to go wrong is real your body responds to it and that's what makes it feel real if you can rest in the knowledge that that thought is not real then your body doesn't respond to it yeah that's yeah. a very powerful insight which can take a little bit of getting used to well in, in the spiritual world um I, I would basically say it's the power of intention so if it's literally right. just a, it's just a thought, if it's just literally a thought that's got no emotion attached to it or no intention attached to it, then it's harmless. But if you start creating em emotion linked with it or um, intention yeah. with it, that's when it starts to become very, very powerful. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, it's been the same, much the same thing, but in a slightly different way, in a slightly different context or frame of understanding. But yeah, I, yeah, good, nice. Uh, I think that um, if we think about what you just said about if you think about a nice memory, how that makes you feel, how warm and fuzzy that makes you feel. If you think about someone that you love, you know, how that, how that makes you feel. So then that, that can sort of give you a bit of an insight. If you feel angry or, you know, um, a negative emotion, how powerful that also is and, and how much of us actually think negative thoughts quite a lot. Um, like you say, creating these, these situations, Mm. yeah but again you say you feel angry it's just a sensation in the body that you then label anger uh, and therefore you'll get angry um but um the sensation itself isn't necessarily anger until you've labeled it anger so um it's just a habitual a quite often a habitual reaction to the thought that you've just had and until you can actually take a little breather and look at the connection between that sensation and that thought and go actually these are two separate things <laughs> then you can start to change the way that you habitually respond to it coming back to what we were saying earlier i think about um coming off automation and about these challenges giving you an opportunity to uh think and change some of those habits and therefore you grow as a person yeah I love that. I love what you say about, you know, coming off automation. I think you're totally right. When things are just ticking mm. along nicely, we just, like you say, float along and don't really think too much. Um, so I think kind of the aim of this podcast really was to raise awareness to people that if you find situations uncomfortable, challenging, however you want to describe it, um, 
don't let that stop you. Don't let that block you from doing things you want to do. If you want a better job or you want to go skiing, but you're scared or, you know, if you, if you want to go out there and, and, and meet new people and, 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 and find a new relationship or anything, anything, no matter how big or small, um, or become a ventriloquist. Absolutely. Yeah. Why, why not? You know? And if you've got, if you've got, you know, if, if the discomfort of it is holding you back, don't let that happen anymore. Look at it and think, hang on, everybody look at your life and think, what makes me feel uncomfortable? What's holding you back? And then, you know, um, you can look at yourself, seek help, you know, um, obviously myself, Alex, or any other therapist that you feel drawn to that can help you, you know, um, do work on it yourself. But but really brainstorm. You can journaling is really, really good for brainstorming, talking it through with people, you know, and just try and identify what is it that's actually holding you back. And and just don't be held back by don't don't be held back by it anymore. You know, you don't have to be, you don't have to limit your life, you don't have to limit yourself. Don't say, you know, I can't do that or I couldn't do that, or you know. Um, you can do it. Anyone can do it. You just need to approach it in the right way. And if you can't do it, if it that doesn't matter, you, you just have a play. You don't have to get it right. You don't have to be great at something. Just have a play. Yeah, yeah, that's totally right. And that, that is it, isn't it? A lot of us are frightened of failing. A lot of us are frightened of getting it wrong. Um, you know, and I think that that holds us back and stops us. And you think, but but why? I mean, does it bother? Does it bother you if someone else gets something wrong? You know, do, are you not forgiving and say, okay, we all make mistakes? So why don't we I forgive ourselves? My brain surgeon. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> there are certain instances where perhaps <laughs> we might not be quite as forgiving. <laughs> yeah, quite. But take, yeah, there, you don't jump straight in at brain surgery, do you? Yeah, you, yeah. You start I, I think with obviously, a frog. like you start with a dead frog. I think we can sort of step back and look at the situation and sort of think how serious would this be if it went wrong? You know, like, <laughs> <Risk assist. laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, but, but I think generally, you know, I just feel like I've met a lot of people in my life that maybe aren't happy, um, aren't as happy as they could be because these things are holding them back. So I just wanted to kind of hmm. do this podcast and say to people, um, if you're feeling held back, see that as an opportunity, an opportunity to overcome. And and I really honestly believe that, well, I, I know for a fact that I'm so much happier from overcoming a lot of these things that I've, I've come across that have made me feel, felt uncomfortable, so to speak, or challenging. Um, and my life, get, the more I um, move past these things, the better I feel, the happier I feel, the, the easier I deal with life, the easier I deal with difficult things that arise, the easier I deal with stress. Uh, the more and more things I, you know, sort of like work through, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, I think I like the personal development is really, really worth it to, to achieve a really happy life. Cool. Uh, I might add to that just by saying that if you feel you're being held back, then the only thing holding you back is imagination. That there is no block. It's an imagined block. It's just thought. And if you can change the thought process, there's no nothing holding you back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's, um, it's a really interesting way of looking at it, definitely. We definitely it's... create a lot, like you say, a lot of, like, fiction <laughs> with, with what might happen. Yes, stories. It's stories. Some of them are reality, but the stories we tell ourselves are not reality. They are just yeah. stories. Yeah. 
and and there are I mean there are some spiritual things as well. Um, there are things the things they can have links with past lives, um, that sort of thing. So that there is you know there, there's lots of I found there's I found there's not really one fix you know like you you could just go and you do one bit of therapy of one person and it just fixes everything in your life it's all amazing i think it's like looking at lots of different things um and, and different ways uh so i think you know just and as it just explore maybe if you feel held back because you don't know which way to go try something anything just think okay do you know what i'm gonna pick up the phone i'm gonna go and see that therapist i'm gonna give that a go I'm gonna, or i'm gonna give that a try or i'm just gonna you know just do that on my own and give it a go but just try something make that first step try something if it doesn't work out that's fine then try something else i think don't be play. worried about again but, just yeah. play look at it as playing i think life absolutely yeah it's a good way of looking at it because a lot of us are too serious aren't we alex i think yeah. well yeah definitely serious it has its place it does but absolutely yeah so does fun and play time yeah it's all down to that balance isn't it yeah, exactly. So, I would just say that basically, if you've got uh, challenges in your life, things that make you feel uncomfortable, you know, look at it as an opportunity and see where it takes you. There's no such thing as problems, just opportunities for solutions. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Totally. It's, it's rephrasing everything, isn't it? Reframing the mind, reframing the vocabulary, uh, reframing yeah. everything really yeah here's a thought your language doesn't describe your experience your language actually defines your experience so by changing your language you change your experience i think that's quite a good note to finish i think that's really uh, a good note to finish on to be honest i like that thank you it's a good one <laughs> um uh, no are there actually any other final words you'd like to say to listeners um no thanks for I think. Yes. The main yes. thing. Um, I hope you found something useful, a couple of pearls of wisdom that make all the difference to you. Um, take care and have fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, I'll put mine and Alex's details on in, in the notes. Um, if you want to contact either of us to discuss it further and see how we might be able to help you, then 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 feel free. Um, but yeah, just 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 don't be held back. Go out there and live life. And um yeah just just don't be afraid to to try new things yeah thanks for joining me alex I've, I've i always just you know love having these chats with you so um and i always well, learn everything I you as well yeah nice cheers cora that's okay and until the next one we've got another one we've already thought of the next one we want to do haven't we yes we have so um yep yeah, do do follow just just um follow us follow the podcast because uh We've got another one lined up that's going to be really interesting. So I'm really looking forward to it. Nice one. Thank you. See you again. See you all soon. And bye, Alex. I shall see you soon. Ta-ta for now. Cheers. Bye, everyone. Bye.